Welcome back. We're with Darren Myers again with TAB CSRA, the alternative board, a peer-to-peer advisory board. I'm Neil Gordon with Augusta Business Daily. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me. Super. I uh, I actually recently just got back from, we're both members of the Augusta Metro Chamber of Commerce, and they had this third Thursday business builder. And Dennis O'Keefe from Workful spoke about how software might be able to make your lives easier mm-hmm. at work and help with your clients and all of that. And it was great for me to get out of the office and learn and I know that's been part of your life for decades in helping employees. Yeah, absolutely, Neil. I, uh, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, you know, teamwork, leadership, culture, uh, employee engagement, and and I'll say employee development. And I think you could spend hours on any of those topics. But when it comes to employee development, the nuclear industry certainly puts a lot of emphasis on training. And so I've even had a little bit of a training background during my 30 years in the industry. And uh, so I I start out this conversation with the fact that I'm a huge, big-time advocate of good training. I think it – but there's going to be a but here in a moment, and uh, I think it's extremely important that you get the right employees and then through your hiring process, but then you certainly take the time to make sure that they learn and understand the skills of the job. Um, but at the end of the day, I think sometimes training is overused. Mm-hmm. If, and I want to really want to talk about that a little bit as well. Absolutely. So we're theming this. Um, is it skill or is it will? And I'm assuming that has to do with whether somebody can, can do the job and whether you have the initiative to just do the job or maybe you might need help. Well, right. Actually, a little different, not okay. necessarily. Um, let's start out with when you go to the doctor. You know, th- I'm going to talk about this topic based on performance of an individual or performance of a team uh, and training maybe being a part of the solution. But before we go there, let's put it you know, in terms of a, a medical analogy. When you go to the doctor and you're not feeling well, what does the doctor do? Well, he does a checkup. And he... Maybe does blood work. Sure. Or her does tests. Yeah. Uh, what are they trying to do? They're trying to really ascertain if there's some, they're seeing some symptoms. Yeah. They're trying to diagnose the issue. Sure. Do yeah. we have, are we dealing with a significant disease? Are we dealing with something minor? Um, are we dealing with diabetes? Or are we dealing with heart disease? Because mm-hmm. the course of action clearly on those two analysis would be different. It's no different in training, or I'm sorry, in business, in trying to figure out why is my employee or my group performance not doing as well as I would like. And so, again, saying that I'm extremely uh, a strong advocate of training, before you jump into the training being the solution, like Mm -hmm. the doctor, you want to go analyze what the problem is. Mm -hmm. Why is my performance not where it should be? And I think all too often it's easy to say, well, I'm going to go – send a few of my people to training or I'm going to give them some software training or I'm going to go teach them how to run that uh, lathe better. But all too often, they've inappropriately analyzed the situation. Mm -hmm. They go off and spend large amounts of money to what they hope is to solve the problem, but they may be going after the wrong problem. And so 
training is frankly one of the most expensive solutions out there, especially if you're talking about um, training vast numbers of people. So it comes down to the question of skill or will is if it's truly a skill, then that's largely probably training is going to be the solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, the will part of it is the other aspects that I'm challenging leaders and, and the listeners need to recognize, hey, before I just immediately jump to the solution, let me be my doctor of my own business mm-hmm. and let me take the time to do the analysis right to make sure I understand why our performance is not where it should be. And so doing that upfront work is extremely important. And I think all too often business leaders and other key decision makers sometimes forget that. It's almost like playing roulette. Let me just, it's a shotgun approach. Let me just throw it on. Let me hope this training fixes my problem. And many times people are disappointed when they've spent a large amount of money and the performance or the lack thereof continues. What might you recommend that employers do on the front end to try and target a little bit better? That's a great question. I would tell you that's the analysis piece. And if you go and look at formal train strategic systematic processes to training, that's the first step that I'm emphasizing here is called analysis. Take the time as much time as you need to try to identify the problem that you have. And then once you have that problem identified, then you have a much better chance or why that problem's existing. Then you have a much better chance of getting the solution right. So things like what could it be other than training? Well, or the skill of the employee, it may be the will of the employee, the attitude, but I don't want to put it on the employee. It's largely something bigger than that. Is it the culture of the organization? Are they doing largely what the culture of the organization is asking them to do? Is it the boss is distracting them? Is the procedures not right? Do you have poor processes? Is the software out of date? Um, Maybe your hiring process was wrong and the individual was never onboarded appropriately to begin with. So there could be a litany of things that I will lump under the will piece versus the actual skill of the employee. So take the time to analyze the situation, things like talking to people, observing, and not making rash decisions that I think could produce the wrong costly solution being implemented. Mm. We're uh, chatting here uh, about training, employee engagement with Darren Myers. He's the local franchisee of TAB CSRA, and it's tabcsra.com. It's a peer advisory board, and I've gone through a little bit of training, and not only should the employees get training and be engaged, but the bosses need some training as well. Absolutely. In fact, (laughs) there's a a quote out there, if you think you're this, as the leader, if you think you're in a room and and you think you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Ah. You know, if you're a good leader, the fact is you want to go attract the absolute best talent you can get. We're in football country. So do you know of any quarterback that doesn't want a phenomenally strong offensive line? Well, i got to protect their hide. <laughs> well, the point is any leader, and we could argue the quarterback could sure. be the lead, classified as the leader yeah. of the football team, right? So in my mind, think of it in those terms. 
the quarterback wants the offensive line to be trained, skilled, and owns their performance and development as much as their own. Yes, that's and, because and, they're a good leader and they, they gather everyone together. They're a team. Absolutely. So translate that to the business owner or the leader or the key decision maker. They need to consider learning themselves. We're always going to be learning. And, in fact, when you stop learning, that's, to me, a telltale sign of there's bigger problems. So um, I don't care how old you are. You're always going to be able to learn from somebody. You may have forgotten and need to relearn something. But uh, I think it's important that the leaders lead by example and developing their own skills, I think, is a great example of communicating to their employees how important it is to them as well. Any positive um, examples out there of particular kinds of employee engagement, whether it be podcasts or books or seminars or workshops or what what seemed to work well for you when you managed you know a number of people? Well, it would be hard not to answer just the word communication mm-hmm. uh, and, and just talk. you know I, there's a lot of people that claim they like to manage by walking around. And honestly, I did some of that. And I think it's, in fact, I probably did a lot of it. Um, Hallway banter, being in the lunchroom, talking to people, uh, going to the shops and just chatting. I gained a lot of information through those conversations with my employees that was extremely valuable. So if I had to answer it, I would say, communication but the techniques of walking around being being someone that can be approached and chat with a good listener i think can really take a business leader a long long way i remember sitting i don't know if you've met jeff Haddon. he runs phoenix printing a long time mm-hmm. it's a well i think it's third generation and brothers have been involved and so forth and he's over 100 years downtown augusta and he shared the same thing. He said every single day he makes it a point to go to wherever his employees are working, whether it be a cubicle, whether it be back on the printing presses, and he just takes their temperature every day. And coincidentally, they are one of the companies, you've heard of Glassdoor, mm-hmm. of course, that has great reviews mm-hmm. by employees. So. Maybe there's something to it. Yeah, it's sort of funny. I'm going to talk the opposite of what often when it comes to tab and our peer boards, one of the things I talk to potential board prospects is how often do you work on the business? Because my Mm -hmm. argument to them is all too often you're constantly working in the business, in the trenches, and you never step back and work on the business from time to time. Now, to me, that's balance because I'm going to say just the opposite if you're constantly just working on the business mm. and never engaging people that are in the business, I think that could be equally damaging. So I think you need to certainly do both. But I always found it very effective to go talk to people um, and, and get the, I'll call it the heartbeat of the patient. Yeah, good medical analogies. Dr. Darren Myers <laughs> with us today. No, far from it. But uh, yeah, I, I, it's important. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, our next podcast, um, six heads are better than one, meaning we can't do it all alone as business owners. We all need help. Absolutely. And we're going to explore that. Uh, Again, tabcsra.com. And Darren, thanks again for the time. No, I appreciate it, Neil. This has been fun.